It's Wednesday night. This is the Independence Gang. I'm your host, JV, along with co-host Britt Griffith, who is a new man tonight, I have to say. Britt is a new man tonight, Britt. Uh, Say hello to our friends and followers and family. Hello, everybody. (laughs) 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 Nice try. Nice try. Now, we have been... Oh, my God. Listen, okay, let's hear this. Let's hear it. Testing one two cash check. Listen, listen to the gravitas in my voice. I, I almost, I almost sound like JV, like yeah. a professional broadcast voice. You, you kind of got a Barry White thing going on here. You got a Barry White thing. A little Barry White. Yeah. A little Barry White. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm going to be laughing throughout the night every time Britt speaks tonight, just so everyone is aware, because we have spent days trying to adjust Britt's mic processor. To make his voice a little fuller, uh, it's nice to have a good full voice when you're doing these broadcasts. And Britt went out of his way to buy a special piece of equipment that does that. And that was about three months ago he Bro. bought it. Yeah, it's a great piece of equipment. And we've been trying to dial it in. And I keep saying, Britt, there's something not right. It's not right. Keep try, try this, try this, try this. Finally, I said, look at the little light next to the compressor knob. Is that little light on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's on. I said, Britt, that's the bypass. You've been defeating the unit the whole time. <laughs> so we got that figure out. And, and Trish logs in just as Britt's uh, testicles dropped here. And and his bassy voice starts booming. And you know, and, and uh, she didn't know what yeah. she walked into. But Trish, welcome to the program. We haven't seen you in a while. You had a nice little vacation, I understand, to enjoy the holidays. I did. I went to Georgia up in the mountains. It was beautiful. And then I came back to Florida and apparently everyone now has a cold here. I mean, COVID. So that's, you know, oh, tragic. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's kind of happening all over the place. It seems Benny, uh, nice Christmas for you and welcome back. We haven't seen you in a while. Did you have a good Christmas? We did. Yeah. My, my brother came down, um, to visit from, uh, New York. So he came down to Tennessee, comes down a few times. He had to come down this Christmas. So it was great. He loved the freedom down here. Yeah, well, that's the difference, man. I tell you, there's, uh, you know, there's just a lot of craziness going on, uh, particularly in the blue states, and it doesn't seem to matter. That's the thing, you know. They go through all these, these uh, efforts to restrict people and to mask people up and to force vaccinate, and it just doesn't matter. It's really, really bizarre. The whole thing is bizarre. But we've talked about it a lot. I want to talk about a bunch of other things tonight. I don't know what Britt has. Maybe he'll be touching on the COVID stuff. Hey, everybody. JV here. Please take a minute and consider supporting the program. Our expenses are going up just like everyone else's. And it takes a lot to bring the show to you five nights a week. So we'd appreciate you going to the website, independencegang.com. Click on the Donate tab. Or you can just type in independencegang.com slash donate. And spend a minute considering giving us a gift to help us fund our operations here. The Independence Gang is a labor of love, but there are expenses associated with it. And we appreciate your help. But I want to start by talking about, oh, first of all, let me just say hello to everybody who's joined us at all of our particular streaming platforms. It's great to see everybody filing in. I've got a, I'm going to try to put a poll up in our YouTube chat because I think that's the only one that will allow me to Stripper do it. poll? No, not that kind of poll, Britt. Not that kind of poll. Don't talk to me with your testicle, uh, uh, testosterone-induced voice. Uh, like that, please. Come on, Jiggy. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go to the strip club and climb a pole. Uh, 
So I'm gonna if anybody who just to be prepared, if we're gonna do this, uh, I'm gonna ask a couple of questions that'll relate to this poll, and I think the only place I can do it is the YouTube chat. So I apologize for that. Uh, you know, you don't necessarily have to participate in it that way. You can just throw answers into the chat room wherever you happen to be. So just wanted to give you fair warning on that. Anyway, let's start talking about this stuff. So I, we've got to talk about the elephant in the room here. Ghislaine or Ghislaine, however you pronounce her name, Maxwell, was found guilty in five of the six uh, counts against her, of course, as part of the Epstein, uh, um, Jeffrey Epstein uh I don't know what you call it because he wasn't on trial because he English, quote, please. he quote unquote committed suicide. Uh, but more importantly here, Trish, is that one of the things that seems very, very strange about this trial, all of the publicity or lack of and the discussion around that is that nobody is naming any of the names of the other people that may have been involved in this particular years of abuse of young girls. A uh, little bit strange. Just a tad. And I think it's interesting that they're going to be sealing all of the documents as well um, after the trial so that no one will know. I, it's, it's, it, but, but you look at who's involved in the trial and it all makes sense. Like, isn't it Comey's youngest daughter that she's one of the, she's the prosecutor. She's like the oldest person involved and she's like 27 or 26. I'm like, it's, it's apparent that everyone involved is covering for the higher ups. Um, so the, I doubt that she's going to get a lot of jail time out of this, which makes me sick to my stomach because I don't think the maximum 65 years that she can be awarded is nearly enough. Um, but just to make sure that everybody's on the same page, she did not kill herself. So just yeah. keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw Michael Bodden on television today, again, talking about Epstein and the evidence in the autopsy, which would indicate that he was not a victim of suicide, but more appropriately a victim or not appropriately but more likely a vic victim of murder uh but benny if she gets a let's say she gets a 20-year sentence she could be you know i guess 65 years is the upper end of what she could receive but let's say she gets 20 which is kind of a light sentence but it's still probably it will exceed her lifetime do you think she starts to talk do you think she starts to change her position on revealing some of these other names in exchange for a lighter sentence that is a great question I, I'm I'm praying that she would. Um, you know, it's one of those things where it is is who she's speaking about or alluding to um, in this information that she obviously has. Uh, are those people too big um, to fail? You know, um, like you know, the, like the corporations for the bailout. You know, GM has to be bailed out because it gets too big to fail. Um, are these people too big to, um, you know? Uh, let it be known in public that yeah they they also are part of this uh, you know evil human trafficking plague <clears throat> that has taken over the world uh, especially america america i was doing some research is the number one consumer of child sex trafficking in the world that's disgusting um you know uh so it would not surprise me if she had some very big names to dish out um in hollywood in the political arena um household names m most likely um i'm hoping that she does to get a lighter sentence so there can be justice because the problem is that these people who are way up on the top echelon of society think that they're above the law but if it's out that, that listen they're involved in this too which is one of the most heinous of crimes 
then maybe it'll take them back down to earth and um, put the other ones on mark that they're, you know, everything done in dark will be brought to the light eventually. The names that we do have, Britt, have come from the flight logs of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's private plane. They include Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, Chris Tucker. I don't know, even know who Chris Tucker is, but he's on this list. Uh, Prince Andrew. There are others, obviously. There's some uh, what you would call, to, I guess, important and influential people on that list. And uh, do you think they're sleeping uneasy? Do you think or do you think that the fix is in on this? No, no, they're not. Um, you know, God bless Benny and his hopefulness and that justice will prevail and she'll spew. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So I'm, I'm frantically, the reason I'm looking off to uh, uh, that way um, is because I'm, I'm frantically scrolling Twitter right now looking for the photo of the judge that oversaw this. So we have Comey's daughter as the prosecutor. This judge, when you see this judge, he's 30s-ish, young, but he literally looks like he is a, uh, just by just a pure visual look at him. You know how you, you meet people and you go, oh, bad feeling, or, I don't know, man, that dude's a creeper. That's this judge. This judge is part of the part of the cabal of creepiness. Um, she is going to, um, uh, she will be suicided at some point, or she'll either be suicided or she will, um, you know, after a couple, you know, six months, nine months, when this all just goes away and the media's memory hold it, she'll be released out the back door like witness protection somehow, and she'll be suicided. Uh, uh, you know, swept off to some private rich person's island somewhere that owes her favors and she'll live the rest of her life in luxury. Something like that will most likely probably happen or she'll be dead. She will not be, be spewing. This judge sealed everything. Um, it's amazing how how uh, every time Trump farted, uh, it was a big story and it leaked out of the White House no matter what happened, man. Leaks were everywhere from the Hill, from the White House. Everybody leaked. And yet this, we hear nothing about that black book. We hear nothing about the potential names that were there. That tells you everything right there. We have we have uh, multi-millionaire talking head news people involved. We have news executives involved. We have high-powered politicians involved. We have high-powered uh, rich people, Bezos level, Davos level, Gates level people involved in all of this. And that's why there are no leaks. Nothing will happen. They will all get away with it. And the only one who remotely serves time for it will be Maxine. I almost said Maxine Waters. Uh, will be uh, Glass. How the hell you say her name? Uh, she'll be the only one that remotely serves time for it. And uh, and uh, that's it. Party's over. We're done. <clears throat> this is what we just witnessed was the elites covering for the elites and how corruption happens. And if this was, you know, 25 years ago and back, we would know nothing about this because we don't have social media for everything to this the raw information just to spew out. If it wasn't for social media, we wouldn't know anything about this. So the double-edged sword of social media, this is probably the good side of the sword. Where we got to see this, we now know they're all corrupt, and now we need to do something about it. Uh, let's move on because uh, President Biden made a stunning admission, uh, kind of indirectly, but also rather directly. 
and uh, kind of admitted that his presidency is a failure. Now, we know that Biden ran on basically one thing as he did it from his basement all through 2020. He ran on being the guy that would come in and shut down COVID-19. He made it the main case for voting for him. He said, I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. How's that working out for him, Trish? Not very well, because now he's saying, oh, it's a state issue. Well, listen, if it's a state issue, then drop every single federal mandate that's out there because it's ridiculous. Because if there's no federal solution, then the federal mandates all need to be dropped yesterday. But yeah, it's it's and it amazes me how he spent all this time attacking DeSantis because, oh, he was doing everything wrong in his state. He was doing everything wrong. And now it's, oh, well, it's a state issue. Just go ahead. So again, one more promise made, promise broken from the Biden administration. It's just a revolving door. And every time I hear somebody on Twitter complaining about, oh, he needs to get rid of student loan. I'm like, dude, he's not going to do anything. He made all these promises to get your votes and he's going to leave you in the dust. That's what he does. He's been doing it for 50 years and you keep falling for it. So well, the, so yay for living in Florida. The scarier thing for me, Trish, would be that he actually does uh, come f- come follow through on some of these promises. He followed through on the promise to get out of Am- Afghanistan. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he actually promised that. I don't remember if he did or not. And that was a disaster. Uh, he promised this Build Back Better agenda. That's been a disaster. He, Benny, uh, did promise to stop the virus. But not only that, he criticized President Trump at every step, and not just mild criticism, but but direct, blatant criticism of the things he was doing and the things he wasn't doing. And Biden has done nothing different, honestly. In fact, he has been handed a situation where there are uh, there are uh, therapeutics and there are vaccines, and he still can't get it right. <laughs> no, he can't. There's there's a lot of things going on here. Um, well, the the first, the most obvious is that uh, humans can't play God. Now, I'm not saying that God sent this virus as as in judgment, you know, uh, on this country um, per se. But um, there's just things that are out of our control. It doesn't matter how many masks we wear or uh, how many hokey pokies we get in our arm. There's certain things that um, are outside of our control, and it should humble us as a people. Um, and uh, also as a nation, uh, but a world too. And what we should do is be trying to promote health, um, you know, healthy eating, you know, exercise, um, taking nutraceuticals, taking supplements. Uh, there was a, a staggering percentage of people who were hospitalized. Almost all of them had vitamin D deficiencies. You know, why, why isn't that being talked about? Um, you know, it, what, what, it, what they should be doing is saying the vast majority of people who do get sick, if they're healthy, they are going to be completely fine. If they're not healthy, well, then they may have an issue overcoming it, just like they do seasonally with the flu and viral pneumonia and, and everything else. <clears throat> so what they should be saying is, what can we do to make everybody more healthy? And that way, I don't even call him the president, I call him a resident. The resident would actually have shut down the virus if he makes his population healthy. But they're not going to do that because they're in bed with Big Pharma. And Big Pharma does not want people healthy because healthy people to them are as good as a dead person because they cannot make any money off of them. So it's all being promoted is corporate greed with Big Pharma and big government. And it's a gigantic cesspool of corruption. 
Britt, he criticized uh, most, if not everything, that Trump did. And then he turned around and did many of those same things, like travel bans, et cetera, except he did them in a, in a more ad hoc way. And he did them with basically a year and a half of, of data and information that we didn't have in the very beginning. And I'm not going to debate whether they were travel bans themselves were a good idea. But the idea that he was so critical of Trump during the campaign, and I get that that's how campaigns are run, but at the same time won't, uh, has been very uh, hesitant, although he has done it a little bit recently, uh, give credit to Trump for warp speed in developing these vaccines, which we can debate whether are effective or not. But the whole thing is just is just so bizarre. He's failing on it. Do we hear this on CNN? Do we hear this on MSNBC? Do we hear it on CBS, ABC, NBC? Are we hearing this in the mainstream media? Are they recognizing that Biden has failed on this? Uh, no, no, not at all, not at all. Why would they? They 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 they've cultivated their audience of leftist whack jobs. And they cannot do anything to upset them. Look, the left, the leftist, I don't want to say the classical old school liberal, which is now probably more like a independent, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, the old school liberal is different than the leftist that is running the party now, which is crazy if you think about it. Um, they are weak minded, feeble. And if you they are so insecure in their positions that if they hear anything that goes against their grain, they immediately want to break out the black block Antifa, blow your windows out, beat your kids, rape your goats, and uh, burn your house to the ground. So that's where they're at. That's a, So CNN cannot, or MSNBC, particularly MSNBC, because they're even further out than CNN, which is amazing if you think about it. They cannot do anything to go against what little of an audience they have left because they are afraid that they will be canceled by them. And their way of canceling them is showing up at your house and throwing a dead pig through your window. So... I. They can't, so they're not going to say anything. They're, they're going to continue to cover for Joe as long as they can. Um, and then, <laughs> oh, Jesus, JV. Um, but they're going to continue to cover for Joe because that's what they have to do. They are, they are so entrenched in that group, that tribe, that side of the political aisle. They cannot be objective without fear of losing what's left of their audience. And then they'll have nothing, nothing. I mean, right now they have nothing. But they lose what's left of their audience. They'll have nothing, nothing. At least Fox News, when you look at the polls, Fox News actually has more liberals watching them than the liberal stations have liberals watching them, which is a <laughs> crazy thing to think about. Hey, just a quick thank you to Laura QAnon in our uh, Foxhole chat for the gift of the shades. We appreciate that very much. Uh, we thank anybody who has offered support. I to love the Laura. She is so amazing. Yeah, uh, she's gifting often and uh, always has nice things to say about the show. So thank you very much. Britt, uh, I've got something that's a little bit uh, more complex here. So why don't you go around at least once or twice and before I get into this next item. All right. Hey, 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 Benny, Benny and the Jets. I saw this beam today and it made me laugh, but it also made me want to cry. So this, uh, this is from C-SPAN. Do we remember when the CDC director, Robert, Redfield, who should be dumbass, dumbass. These face masks are the most important, powerful public health tool we have. I might even go as so far <laughs> as to say that this face mask is more guaranteed to protect me against COVID than when I take a COVID vaccine. Why in the hell are we still listening to quote unquote experts? Why do we listen to experts? Because they have been proven to be wrong so many damn times. That um, whenever an expert says something, Benny, I don't believe him. That's a good. Uh, that's a good um, way to live because I think I think I think that's right. I was 
you guys know the uh, sub sub chain uh, Jimmy John's. They have this uh, funny thing on the inside. It says, "Always remember, um, a novice built the ark, but a team of experts built the Titanic." <laughs> so um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so um, it is it is a good uh, is a good rule to live by. Um, you know, I. I mean, personally, I just I feel as if face masks and any sort of covering over one's face is a means of control. It's a sign of submission. And uh, back in and not the, the good kind of submission. Uh, no, no, certainly not. Um, it's always been a sign of control. It started um, in the <clears throat> Arab community, then was taken on by the Nation of Islam, and has spread um, from there. Um, Asians, uh, specifically Chinese people, have, have been wearing masks for a long time, and it's not just because of the smog over there. I have a, a cousin's um, cousin's uh, husband who teaches English as a, as a second language in China, and he said they've been wearing face masks over there since uh, well, well, well before uh, the pandemic, just because things were um, old. So uh, it's a sign of submission, and the leftists. And the Democrats don't. They want everyone to, everyone to submit to them because they feel as if they're the highest power, and that's the reason why they don't like conservatives. Because most conservatives, me included, believe there's a higher power than government, and that's God. And that's where we derive our rights from, according to the Constitution. We don't get our rights from government. Our government is supposed to protect our rights given to us by the Most High. So that's why the left doesn't, you know, specifically does not like Christians and conservatives um, and that, and they want everyone to submit to them. And whoever this uh, CDC director is, um, that was probably one of the most ridiculous statements I've ever heard. So I hope that um, that gets fact-checked and, uh, you know, he gets hold, held accountable for such a ridiculous statement. Trish. Trish, from the long-lost wars in Budapest you're back from, so we have this person who is a true idiot, true dumbass CDC director who we're supposed to look to as an expert and take our medical advice from. And then, and then check this shit out, Trish. We have a true expert, the dude, Robert W. Malone, MD, the guy who invented or was there at the very forefront of the RMNA vaccine is suspended from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. He's, he's been nuked off of social media. Because um, um, misinformation. How, how, can, can, Trish, can you please explain to me? Can you can you tie this together for me and make it make sense for me, the three year old in the room? How the <laughs> hell does the guy that invents something get get nuked by the twenty six you know wet behind the ears dumbass kid in Northern California Silicon Valley or whatever the hell they call it up there? Uh, he's got some silicone going, but I don't think it's between his ears. Um, how does that kid get to nuke the guy that invented the thing that we're sticking in all of our bodies? Well, because it's been made, it's even been now shown in court that it, the fact checkers on these social media sites are all opinions. So if you do not have the right opinion, you are now said to be spreading misinformation because our fact checkers have said so. So that that's all this is. It's it, again, this goes back to like, even my mom got thrown off Facebook. I mean, she's a, she's a nurse for 50 years and they said, oh, you're spreading misinformation. It's like, no. Like everybody knows that these vaccines are not going to work and she's been adamant about the whole time and she was right it's funny how a year ago things that we were saying that would got us banned from social media are now the truth and today i was watching newsmax and there was actually a guy i can't remember who it was 
an editor from some media outlet who uh, actually was still claiming that if you get the vaccine, you won't die from COVID. And I'm like, dude, like it's how do you how do you fight that level of denial is is where i'm i'm having a hard time because these people are in total denial if you're denying what the guy who was part of the team that invented it is telling you and you're suspending him that you don't want the truth out that's all it is it's they don't want the truth we didn't have fact checkers until the truth started to get out just keep remember that and remember fact checking is now opinions they've admitted it in court we now know it it's just opinions. If you have the wrong opinion, you will be thrown off social media, period, end of sentence. Dude. Exactly. <laughs> JV, would you like to comment on any of those two uh, subject matters I brought up? What I, I'd like to bring up kind of a third, but it relates to what you've just been talking okay. about. And that's that I have a friend who's got a daughter in college. Uh, I think the daughter is a freshman. I think she's a freshman. And uh, she has had, in since the beginning of the school year, Two of her 19-year-old friends die from heart problems. How often do you hear about what? this? This is fat. This is absolute 100% truth. How often do you hear about somebody going to school and two people in their circle die from heart problems at 19 years old? Were they vaxxed? My understanding is you have to be vaxxed to go to most colleges. I'm going to assume this is a state university college of New York. I'm a sh I'm sure, I'm sure there is a vax mandate or requirement to be on campus mm -hmm. there. So I am not going to put, connect those dots, but people can connect them for, the, for themselves. That struck me as being very, very telling. Uh, you know, maybe it is just a horrible coincidence. I don't know. But man, somebody should be looking into that. So that's all I really want to say in addition to what everybody else has already said about this topic. Well, Ben, uh, we'll move on. Um, and, and Benny, I'm going to piggyback off of something that uh, that uh, Trish just mentioned a year ago to today, a year ago to today. Gee, let's see. Vaccine, vaccinated can spread COVID. A year ago, conspiracy theory. Now, truth. Vaccinated are susceptible to new variants and reinfections. A year ago, conspiracy theory. Now, truth. And the list goes on. Third and fourth shots a year ago would get you kicked off uh, uh, the social medias. Today it's the truth. New shots every year and a half or so. Well, now it's actually now down to almost every six months. Shots for your children. Do you remember that? The whole thing a year ago? Never going to happen. Da 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 da. Uh, today it's the truth. I mean, this list is insane, Benny. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I've had to say, damn, Alex Jones was right again? Well, here we are. What, 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 what are we saying today, Benny, that you think a year from now will be truth? Oh man, well, Alex Jones is right about a lot of things. Um, and um, just before I answer that, I also want to mention with that, um, with the the mRNA uh, pioneer um, guy being uh, nuked on social media. Also, um, the guy who invented the PCR tests in the '80s, I believe, the test that they were using, uh, you know, to test positive for really was just genetic material. There wasn't actually like a virus that they were testing for the uh, evidence of. Um, he mysteriously died of a heart attack somewhere overseas and he was in his fifties and healthy. And, um, also the, the, uh, fellow who, um, implemented for the first time ivermectin, which has saved millions of lives. A lot, a lot of them in the third world actually won a Nobel peace prize. I think in 2004, or 2005, you know, um, he doesn't get a seat at the table when it comes to 
you know, um, ha- uh, how to treat things. Uh, so it's happening all over the place and it's becoming more propaganda than actual science. Um, but, uh, the one thing that hasn't happened yet that I really hope doesn't that a lot of the, uh, conspiracy theorists are talking about is COVID camps. And I really hope that COVID camps don't happen here in the United States. They're happening in other countries. Certainly you've seen Australia, uh, I believe Austria too. Uh, terrible. Uh, people held against their will, families being separated. Um, I've even seen some videos of people who have not even, you know, they're, they're testing negative and they're still told to stay there. Um, I hope that doesn't come here. I think that the citizenry is well armed enough to prevent that from happening from the government even cons- seriously considering coming door to door and separating people and mandatory tests at home. Um, everything else on that list has has come to fruition i hope that that does not uh i would agree and 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 red states i don't see that happening but blue states benny i'm sorry but like california i can see california doing this and the people waltz with big smiles and happily get on the trucks the military trucks and go for their ride they will just go uh trish i'm gonna play this really oh you know what my problem is i probably didn't set it up in the mixer right which i'm fixing right now and here we go i got a little clip to play and then we'll talk you're not gonna get covid if you have these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distance. Trish. <laughs> There was only one thing in that particular string, and that that was only a one-minute clip. It goes on for like two minutes, two and a half minutes. Um, There's only one thing in that particular section of the clip that is actually, the data is actually kind of showing, could be possibly right, and that is that the vaccine, therapeutic, truly a therapeutic, it's not a vaccine, but therapeutically, it is easing. If you get COVID, it's not quite as strong. The only thing out of that whole, but people forget what was said to us. We have such short memories. And you look at that, you know, the what year ago to today, conspiracy to truth. You listen to that, what they were saying back then to what is actually bore out. I mean, again, back to the original question, why are we listening to these people in general? Um, and how the hell do we wake up the leftists that are just lemmings going right off the edge of the cliff? You, you can't wake them up. They, they like being asleep. I mean, I... Just today on Twitter, uh, someone said, oh, that Biden never said that. And I posted the video clip of it. Uh, you know, it was on YouTube. I just pulled it off and copied it over. And they were like, oh, you know, Miss YouTube, you, you're using YouTube as a as a as a source. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like literally a video of him saying exactly what you're saying. You didn't say like I, I don't you cannot help these people. They have they have taken the Kool-Aid. They have put on their blinders and they're. You know they're there for the they're there for the long haul so it's you cannot wake them up but 
the one thing we can do is continually remind them how they've been lied to. Just keep reminding them over and over and over again. You may not change your mind, but maybe down the road they'll figure it out. Because we all know, number one, the vaccine is not a vaccine. It does not provide any immunity at all. We already know that. Two, we don't even have, I mean, maybe it lessens the effects, but we don't know that because the vast majority of people who get it don't get hospitalized or die from it. And the people who are dying from it are, have multiple comorbidities. So do we know if that's really, it's just the one straw that put them over the edge. They were already sitting there dangling off the cliff to begin with. You know, and, and there's nothing more irritating to me than when I see in the newspaper, like healthy 35 year old dies of COVID and they show his picture and he weighs 350 pounds. And I'm going, that is not a healthy 35 year old. I don't care what planet you're on. You cannot be healthy and weigh 350 pounds. Like, I mean, unless you're like 12 yep. feet tall, maybe, but other for, you know, a normal sized, normal height person, that's not healthy. So it's, it's just this perpetual given to big pharma given to big pharma, given to big pharma, because it, it, Benny was correct. It's not about health. If it was about health, they would have been telling people to go out and exercise, go to the gym. They would have been telling people not to go to the gym. They wouldn't have been telling people to cloister themselves at home and never go outside and never, like I, I've heard multiple people on media say, oh, we never said to not go outside. We never said, like, that's bullshit. You shut down like little kids' playgrounds and they couldn't play outside anymore. Like the, they have they will lie and they will lie and they will lie and again those of us who know the truth we just need to keep speaking up and keep speaking up and keep speaking up because they can't shut us all down eventually yeah, they're going to have they're going to have to give in yeah sorry i'm getting, I, I, I'm getting I more and more that's <laughs> all right i'm getting more and more militant about my opinions because i read so much and i see so much jv that I am, I am now at a point where I don't care who you are in my life. If you spew, if you spew something that is an actual outright not correct, I will throw it in your face. I will tell you you're an idiot if you believe that. After I show you the paperwork on my phone or the video or the whatever, are, are you, I mean, you, obviously, JV, you live in a much more conservative circle than I live in. So you probably don't deal with this as much. But are you finding that your fuse is shorter and shorter when dealing with the idiot, with the people who are truly brainwashed and will not believe the stuff that's right in front of their face? Well, this shows an example of that. You and I struggled with doing this show because we were concerned about being that blunt. We were concerned with presenting these messages that other people were getting canceled for. And then we decided, you know what, we have, there are two things at play here. One is we felt it was a, our patriotic duty to start talking about this stuff. And we both got to the point where we said, to hell with what you think. If, if, if you don't know the truth and aren't willing to accept the truth, then that, there's nothing I can do for you, but we're going to talk about the truth. I mean, so the, this show is a perfect, perfect example of that. Let me just go back to this idea of the things that uh, we that you showed in that montage that we all kind of now laugh at because it's so ridiculous. We're not saying these people aren't human because they're all human and they can all make mistakes. But the problem is they're not willing to admit they are. They keep coming at us as though they are the final word on everything when they're and and that they are science, which is the exact opposite it's the antithesis of science when you say something is absolute and you've got no data to back it up and the data that starts coming out that refutes it you silence that's not science 
That's nothing like Ooh. science. That is the Catholic Church shutting down Galileo in the what fifteenth century, sixteenth century, whenever that was. I don't know specifically, but that's what that is, and that's what they're doing. Yep. So that's why this is a problem. We can accept that they don't have all the information. Just tell us you don't have all the information. Tell us you aren't sure. Let us make up our own minds. That's what we have always had, and that's what we want now. You want me to go around again, or do you want to take let me, your? Let, uh... me, let me do. The, let me go to this this next topic here because this is a little bit more fun. I think we'll see. We'll see how it plays out, though. Uh, they're they're starting to run this list of speculative Republican candidates for the 2024 presidential nomination, and this article says the 10 Republicans most likely to run for president. Now, where did I <laughs> where did I find this? This came from the Hill. Okay. The funny thing about it is oh, there's, God, there's only nine in this list, so I don't know who the 10th is. I have no idea, but they only put nine in here. And I want to go through this list, and then I'm going to put into the YouTube chat. The YouTube won't allow me to do a poll with any more than four options, so I'm actually going limit to limit it to two when I put it in there. Uh, and I'll tell you how I'm going to do that in a second here. But let's go through this list. And what I want from the panel, I'm going to get some comments, but I also want a scoring of one to five, whether you think the overall idea of that person is is good or not uh, in relationship to them becoming the a candidate at all, or the, specifically the presidential candidate for 2024 for the Republican Party. Now, the first one on the list is obviously Donald Trump. One to five, let's go around. Trish, five is five. Okay, five is high, one is low. Uh, Benny. Is this who we want or who, or who no, we this think? Is who, this is who we think will be the most viable candidate, I think, is how we, it really boils down. Okay. I'll give him a four. Okay. Britt? Viable candidate? I would say five. And I'm going to go four. Yeah, All right. The, viable. Ne the next one on this list is Ron DeSantis. Trish? Oh. Now, remember, they can all be five if you want them to be. I mean, you don't have to rank yeah, them. Yeah, well, it's just... Given that his wife has cancer and he has made it very clear that he doesn't want to do anything because of the situation, they've got little, you know, they've got little kids. So, I, if if Casey was healthy, I would say five. So okay, so put down five. Uh, Benny DeSantis. Yeah, I'll go with a five. Wow. Okay, Britt. I just want to clarify, we're talking, we're not comparing them to other people. We're no. just whether they will run or not. No, whether they are a Ooh, viable okay. candidate or not. Jeez, mm, uh, now that Trish mentions the cancer, I mean, that's pretty crazy. And then the Trump effect, I would say he's a three. I think he can go either way real easy, depending on how his life rolls out. Okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go with four. Mike Pence, Trish. Is Mike Pence a viable candidate? <laughs> one Rank one to five. Can we choose zero? Is zero an option <laughs> on this scale? Because I'm giving him a zero. Sorry. You're really going to go with zero, even though it's one to five? I'm zero. Okay. He is not viable at all. Okay. Benny? Yeah. I'm, I'm with Trist, but um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, say, I'll say a one because the fly that in the debate might have liked him. Yeah, so, the fly in um, the debate <laughs> on his head. That was okay. a horrible moment. Yeah. Oh, it's too bad. Fly died too. in his it's too bad. His hair wax. Brit. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with one. One. Okay. I, 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 I'm going to go one as well. Uh, sadly, I like Mike Pence's politics. Uh, I think he's an honorable guy. 
but man, he just does not have the it factor in any in any way. He just doesn't nope. have it. Uh, how about Chris Christie, Trish, number four on the <laughs> list here? Uh, uh, yeah. Can I, I? I'm I'm sorry, but I'm an extremist. It's like zero again. Sorry. Zero I'm, again. Wow. Yeah. I'm an extremist. Benny, where, are you following <laughs> Trish's lead this time with Chris Christie? I'll go a one because he's got that fanny pack uh, pouch. <laughs> but it's skin. The skin. Brent, where, do you, where do you rank Chris Christie as a viable candidate? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one, but I just gotta clarify. I mean, I think he's a zero, but you know what? Trump was a zero at one point. You never know who's gonna hit that lightning. So everybody technically has a chance. So I'm gonna say he's a one. Okay, and I'm gonna low say, chance. I'm gonna say chance, I'm gonna say a one, one as well. Nikki Haley, Trish. Nikki Haley. Um. I think maybe in the Carolinas she has some pull, so I'd give her maybe a two, but that's about as high as I'd that's probably go. That's pretty generous, I'd say, based on your zeros. From uh, me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, Nikki Haley. I like Nikki Haley um, pretty much. I think that the fact that she uh, is female has a lot of draw, so I'll, I'll go a three. Okay, generous there. Britt, Nikki Haley. Former UN ambassador, former uh, governor. A, yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a two point five. Two. Oh, that's gonna make my math really tough. Jesus. That's why you think I'm doing it. <laughs> All right, and I'm gonna go with a two on Nikki Haley. I honestly don't like Nikki Haley a whole lot. I have never heard her say anything that I thought was particularly insightful. But I think she just kind of parrots the talking points in my estimation. He's an endless war person too. Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State, Trish. Oh, that's a tough one. Well, he has lost a lot of weight, so I'm going to give him a one. He's lost a lot of weight, right? Yeah, he looks really good. He's, yeah. he's got, right. again, gotten healthy. Yeah, right. Benny? Mike, Mike Pompeo. Yeah. Oh, man. I'll, I'll, I'll go two. You said two? Yeah, yeah, so I'll go with two. Okay. Maybe he can give um, Chris Christie some points about being healthy. Britt. Mike Pompeo. He's a, he uh, Mike uh, Pompeo's a three to me. I mean, he could go either way too. I, I think he could pull it off. He could catch the lightning. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I'll say a three for Pompeo. Christy Nome, Trish. Christy Nome. No, oh, I had such hopes for her, and then she caved on the whole. Uh, I'd give her a two. And of course, this doesn't reflect what might happen in 2020. 28. I mean, I hate to even say those numbers, given how quickly time goes by. But of course, many of these people that we're talking about are still very young in political terms and could be candidates down the road. But for 2024, Christy Nome, Benny. Yeah, I'll give her a three. She's the fem she got the female, female angle. Yep, Britt, Christy Nome. I know I'm gonna I know, go, I'm gonna go I know what you think of Christy Nome in general, but what about uh, as a viable candidate? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I mean, I, I think I, I, you know, as much as I kind of got a little pissy with her when she caved and whatnot, she can talk fast. She's got, she's running a great state. Exactly. She's running a great state, um, doing good things, even though some stuff that she doesn't disagree with, but yeah, she, she could absolutely catch lightning in a bottle and, and rock it. So I would give her a three. I'm going to get, I'm going to give her a three as well. I honestly think she's probably the top pick for vice president. If Trump is the candidate, yeah, I would agree. that's that's my guess. Uh, Tom Cotton, yeah, Senator Trump always picks hot women. Senator Tom Cotton, Trish. Oh, I like Tom. I just don't know if he has the poll. 
I'd give him a three, but I think we wow. should let Brit's testicles. I think we should let Brit's <laughs> testicles vote on the last one. Just, just saying. I think we should allow that. Uh, Benny, Tom Cotton, Senator Tom Cotton. Yeah, I'll I'll go with two. I'll go with two. Brit, Senator Tom Cotton. I like what Tom Cotton says. He's one yeah, of the good I guys. I like Tom I Cotton a lot. He is. He is. But uh, I, I've seen him get a little heated under the skin, like he's got thin skin which might be a def deficit, but I will give him a three because he could catch um, but I, uh, the lightning, but I also think he might be a, a vice president pick also. Yeah, I agree. He's a p potential other than, the, well, he doesn't, he doesn't check any boxes, but he's, you know, he's the right kind of person for vice president. However, I don't think he, he has the it factor either. I think he's a little boring and therefore I don't think he catches on, but I like his politics. Were you going to say something else about Tom Cotton? I was, I was going to say on the vice president, president level i could see him i see him more of a, as a vp and you're right the it factor he he's got the brains but he it, it's the he doesn't have that what we expect what what the american people expect today is the trump rah, um or the De or the or the DeSantis, you know zingers and he yeah. doesn't have that yeah but he does have in the brains yeah uh the last one here again this article said 10 but it only gave us nine the last one here is the governor of Maryland, who I've barely heard anything about, Larry Hogan. Trisha, do you have any opinion on Larry Hogan? No, because I don't even know who he is. I, I mean, he could be my podiatrist for all I know. I, yeah. yeah, I don't oh know either. All right, so what, give me a number then. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a zero, but I am gonna say they left out some really big names that I'm kind of like. That's weird that they would leave out like Rand Paul and. Ted Cruz. Listen, Ted Cruz was the runner-up in the yeah. Republican primaries last year. Yeah. He should be on this list. And I'm sorry, but I kind of like Ted. Even though he's got the weird beard thing going on, I still like him. Yeah, Benny, thoughts on uh, Larry Hogan? Colonel I've Hogan! I've never heard of him, so <laughs> I, I gotta go with a zero. i never heard of him. Yeah. Sorry. Britt? Britt? Uh, I'm gonna give him a two. I don't. I, I know of him. I've seen some of the stuff. Uh, he's more of a left-leaning. I, I, if I remember correctly, he's more of a lefty. Well, he's the, the governor Republican of a, Party. Of a blue, um, very blue state, Maryland. So he must yeah. he has to lean so, left. And they're, they're, I, I think they're putting his name on. They're praying that he's the one that that takes off. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it could happen for him. He's he's you know he's he's an Obama type. You know, from out of left field, out of nowhere. Where, where did this guy come from? So he, I, I would give him a two. Okay. I wouldn't. I would. I would not assume he's a zero. I'm going for a one on uh, on Hogan. Britt, take a second, go around and just see. Uh, uh, Trish mentioned a couple other names that are off the list. Ask other, you know, Benny, figure that out. I, I'm going to put this poll into the YouTube chat, uh, and I'm also hey, going to add math. up our scores. Just give me some piles of gold. That's all I ask for is piles and piles of gold. All right, Benny, so who would you like to see on the list that was not mentioned? And chat, start putting in names in chat of who was not on the list, uh, particularly the YouTube chat because that's the only one I can read. Yeah, uh, Rand Paul would be my my number one choice if I was you know in charge of the GOP. Uh, he'd be a number like Trish said. Uh, I think he's a great candidate. Uh, has a obviously medical background. Comes from a great family. Uh, real real libertarian mindset. Laissez faire uh, you know policies. Yeah. I think he'd be a great one. Uh, there's a um, I, I, the name's escaping me right now, so I apologize. But uh, there's, she was a, a Democratic, uh, I think, senator from Hawaii. What's her name? Oh, Tulsi Gabbard. Talking about Tulsi Gabbard? Yeah, Tulsi she was Gabbard. a congressperson. Thank you. 
Okay. Yes. Thank you. So, um, obviously I don't think she'd be you know running in the, in the GOP. Um, she has some amazing ideas and she would maybe she'd be a good VP to sort of unite the country a little bit. I don't know. Um, for the people who are socially really liberal, but just so you know, fiscally conservative, she's got some, yeah, I know that's yeah. She unfortunately she's, yeah, unfortunately she's got some third rail factor issues there. Uh, Trish, anybody you would like to see on there that was not there. Other than I, and the vote, by the way, people Benny in chat, up, the 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 polls posted. Benny brought up Rand, so I, I got to go with Ted. Ted Cruz, it's okay. No, you can interrupt me anytime. Yeah, I'm going with Teddy. Teddy Cruz, I I would like to see him because right. I constitutional scholars, people like we need people like that in charge. Sorry, we need people who know the Constitution Ooh. and are willing to stand up for it. Absolutely, so I'm going with Ted. Uh oh, Benny had an Look epiphany. At, oh, Benny, he's raising his hand. Yeah. I know. I was thinking of Tulsi Gabbard too much. Speaking of hot women, she's pretty hot, right, Britt? Um, <laughs> Your testicles uh, do not get a vote, Benny. <laughs> you know who else is hot? No, let's, we're, we're, all, we're gender inclusive. You know who else is hot is uh, Jim Jordan. Yeah. Oh, oh Jim yeah. Jordan, think, yeah. Jordan. As a presidential think, yeah. possibility? Yeah. Is that what you're saying, Benny? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. And he is good looking for the record, too. Yeah, I wonder how, but, I yeah. wonder yeah. Had, I wonder how he would survive at that level. Yeah. All right. All right, no, JV. I, I who would you like well. to see on there? Okay. Just to, taking a look at chat, a couple of names that haven't been mentioned here. Uh, Don Jr. is a name that's mentioned here. <laughs> that would be an interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of lukewarm there too, but it'd be an interesting. Uh, Ted Cruz, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard, I think, would wa wants to become a Republican, but she knows if she's to do it, has any political future in Hawaii, she can't. If she wants to remain right. a resident of Hawaii and be involved in politics, she has to remain a, uh, a Democrat. But she certainly was the Democrat making the most sense on the uh, debate stage with the other 18 idiots that were up there during the uh, 2016 or 2020 primaries for the Democrats. Uh, Manchin as a Republican is another uh idea that's been thrown out here mark meadows who is obviously donald trump's chief of staff uh so there's some other ones there uh just going to our to our tally of of what we said here donald trump was was the winner but not not a not a decisive victory he had 18 points if we added our scores together and DeSantis came in second with 17 points so very 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 close the next on the list would be christy Noem at 11 points and then tom cotton at 10 then Nikki Haley at nine and a half. And then we've got several at three. Pence, Christie, and Hogan all at three. Oh, Pompe did I say Pompeo at seven? I don't remember if I said that. But either way. So that, that's the result of our poll. So thanks for, to chat for uh, participating in all of that. That was fun. Other than Trump, are there any other names on here that you think would beat? And it won't be Biden, but let's, let's assume it's a Biden-like candidate in 2024. Turn up. I, I think DeSantis cleans house. You think DeSantis could? What did you say, uh, Trish? I, I think a turnip could win against Biden <laughs> at this point. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Like, the turnip is going to be a lot more honest and forthcoming yeah, than it's Joe true. Biden. That's so. true. And smarter, mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, okay. All right. Let's move on to the next story I've got here because I find this to be kind of comical, but also a little disturbing. So the IRS has a rule that people are talking about right now, and that is that stolen property must be claimed as income on your tax return. Uh, in the era of smash <laughs> and grab, the IRS is making sure that you know that if you uh, have stolen property 
that's considered income. Or if you sell that property, you have to claim that as income. Trish, uh, it's here's the gov- a government agency. Probably the government agent- agency has the most uh, invasive policing powers. Not not talking about uh, people obeying the law, but actually saying if you steal, you make sure you're reporting on your income tax return because we need our cut. Yeah. Oh, no. I actually I heard about this over my vacation and I actually looked up the IRS tax code on this. And believe it or not, if you return the stolen goods before the end of December, you do not have to claim them. So the moral of the story is steal in January. Use it, whatever product it is, your flat screen TV, and then just return it in December and you won't have to claim it on your taxes and everything is fabulous. See, there you go. Yeah, The um, government is making sure that you can use your stolen goods. Yeah, the IRS says if you steal property, you must report its fair market value, Benny. In your income, in the year you steal it, you have to report it in the year you steal it. Uh, unless, as Trish pointed out, you return it in the same year to the rightful owner. <laughs> I'm glad our government's on top of this stuff. C- crime wave, schmime wave. It's actually a source of revenue for the government. <laughs> of course it is. And the, the the most ironic part about this whole thing is that taxation is theft anyway. So yeah, this just yeah. sort of comes full circle for them, I guess. That's a good point. A very good point. Oh, man. Uh, Britt, thoughts on the IRS uh, making sure that people are aware that if they steal things, they need to report it on their income tax return. Well, you know, let's think about the IRS because taxation is theft at gunpoint and the government does it great. They're the they're the biggest thieves on this planet. So if they if they will give back everything that they have stolen before the end of December, then um, they don't have to pay taxes on their stuff. So please give us all back our money. That would be amazing. That's what I'm going for. Give us back our land. Give us back our money and go piss off. Can I? Um, and can, they're crazy. They're bad to, shit crazy. I need to share something. This I just remembered this. This is really kind of interesting. And everybody knows our one of our rotating guests who is uh, JR on the program. And we've alluded to the fact that he works in banking. The bank he works at. Now, JR is off visiting family for uh, Christmas. Because that because he was one of the folks we asked to come on the show tonight, but J, the bank he works for was robbed today. They had a bank robbery. Oh man! At the little bank because it's we're very rural up here. Little bank that Jr. is the manager of, and he's actually more than just a manager for the corporation, but he does manage that one branch. Robbed it eleven o'clock this morning. Got robbed. JR's bank. Now we're going to do Did some. Guess seri- the guy? Well, we're going to do some serious questioning of Jr. when he's on the program next because he conveniently wasn't there. That seems awfully suspicious. Oh well, yeah, there is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we should probably try and find some uh, security footage from the bank. Yes, we're going to need to uh, see that. You, you should do some of your sleuthing. You should do some of your sleuthing on that little that little program you have that, <laughs> that you know that makes stuff on tape. I'm going to have to do some of that. Hey guys, I'm I'm having a battery issue. I'll be right back. Okay, Trisha's having a battery issue. Okay. I wonder what she's using that um, needs batteries. There's a, <laughs> mm, there, there is a comment yeah, there. Now that I have balls oh, and my, my testosterone is back that I want to spit out. But I will not because she will slap me from yeah, Florida yeah, yeah. into right, California. Let's, let's start with this one, and I'll start with you, Benny, on this. So a former Israeli intelligence chief said Iran, Iran is no longer afraid of dipl- diplomatic backlash, and Israel is readying military 
action. Now, of course, he's talking about Iran and their nuclear program. He says that Israel's preparing a potential military response to Iran should the Islamic Republic move much closer to becoming a nuclear power. Now, that in itself is something. But they went on to say Iran is now potentially within three weeks of enriching enough weapons-grade uranium to fill a nuclear bomb. Benny, what's this mean to you? Well, it means that the resident's foreign policy has failed, um, and it's been a continuation of Obama's uh, foreign policy with the nuclear deal. And and um, it means that the, the Middle East is even more dangerous by the day. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's sad that that's such a powder keg, I feel like, and it's been that way for... <laughs> It was like centuries, um, yeah, even millennia. If you if you go back, uh, if you go back far enough, but um, I think that with with Iran being just you know crazy enough to to do something that would be catastrophic, um, you know, I I feel like I I'm, I'm seeing the chess pieces set up for a sort of a World War Three with China and Russia involved and the Middle East and the United States and. The UN it, it uh, doesn't 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 sit with me right at <laughs> close to having uh, a nuclear weapon. It sure, sure does not. Israel has been saying it for a long time, Britt, uh, because the Biden administration is working very hard or trying to return Iran and the rest of the uh, partners to the uh, JCPOA agreement that. Um, Obama had negotiated, which was a complete failure, but it was a piece of paper nonetheless. Uh, But Israel says the Islamic Republic during that agreement had repeatedly denied inspectors access to Iranian military sites to ensure that Iran's nuclear program was not progressing toward nuclear armament. That's why Donald Trump removed us from the agreement, because once we could be removed from the agreement, we could return to sanctions, which were working. The sanctions against Iran were actually slowing the progress toward this nuclear weapon. But uh, the new prime minister of Israel and the defense minister, Benny Gantz, have warned the Biden administration against agreeing to the same deal, saying that it, it has the same concerns that clouded the deal several years ago. But Biden is just marching forward with this thing, and they want to have this deal like within a week or two. Not Biden, of course. We know he's a meat sack. It's the people behind it, which are all Obama people. And and they, they you know, these are these are young kids. When I say young, you know, they're in their 30s and 40s. They think they know everything. They went to Ivy League schools. They've been brainwashed. Uh, they, they think that the only reason that communism hasn't worked is because they weren't the ones that implemented. The only reason, uh, you know, uh, we haven't gotten to the new Green Deal and, you know, been uh, carbon neutral is because they haven't been the one to manage it. Uh, they think that the reason that, uh, you know, the Middle East is a total train wreck is because, you know, they weren't the ones to uh, manage it. Um, and, you know, honestly, they, I, I truly believe I, Joe Biden, maybe not. I think Joe Biden loves America because he's gotten rich off of America. But these people that are in our administration now in the in the decision making role section, I believe they truly despise America and what we stand for and how we work and how we've improved everything. They don't believe it. They don't like it. They just they they are the type of people that have gravitated to that particular administration via the Obama administration too. Uh, this is just Obama 3.0. Um, they are people that just absolutely despise freedom liberty our constitution uh and our way of life here in america and they think that they can do a better job running all of our lives and that's what this is all about 
and they think that they can do a better job with Iran. They hate the fact that Israel is the only country in that area that has nuclear weapons in that little sphere of the of the sandbox over there. So so Iran is going to even it out. Now now Israel will be held to account for whatever. That's how their brains work. They think that a totalitarian, authoritarian, terror, theological, like religion-level terrorists, which are scarier than atheist-type terrorists, um, them having a nuclear weapon stash is a good thing in their mind. And these people in the Biden administration are going to get millions of people killed. I tell them, I'm, I'm calling it right now. These Their actions right now and what's going on in the Middle East and Iran, they are going to get millions of people killed. And it's going to be on their hands. And the problem is they're so narcissistic, they will sleep fine at night because they think they did good. And it was, you know, Trump did it. I want to read uh, the statement again from the defense minister from Israel. He says, now, remember, this is an agree. The JCPOA is an agreement. It's a piece of paper that, that there's an agreement uh, made by the participating nations. So is the international, what is it, the IAEA, uh, I'm not exactly sure what that stands for, International Atomic Energy Association, I think maybe. They have oh an agreement God. with all these nations. And Iran is violating their uh, tenants, the attendance in their safeguard agreements, and they're getting away with it. Now, this is, again, the defense minister of Israel. They harass inspectors and sabotage, sabotage investigations, and they're getting away with it. They enrich uranium to a level of 60%, which is one step short of weapons-grade material, and they're getting away with it. Iran's nuclear program has hit a watershed moment, and so far, our tolerance, uh, so has our tolerance. Words do not stop centrifuges from spinning. Trish, Israel thinks Iran is three weeks away from having enough of this material to make a bomb. Do we see Israeli jets in Iran in three weeks, within three weeks? Probably. I mean, and I, I'm, I got to agree with Britt on this. And I think part of the problem is that Biden, even under Obama, that the whole Biden-Obama administration, it was all... They wanted to be friends. They wanted to be the in-group in Europe. They wanted the EU to be on their side. They wanted they yeah. want people to like them. And that's part of the problem is Joe Biden is much more concerned about people liking him than he is about doing what's best for Americans and what's doing what's best for the world. I mean, let's face it, the United States is supposed to be the, the world's policeman. We're supposed we're supposed to be the ones because we are the most powerful. We have the most freedom. We have the we, that is part of our, our responsibility as Americans is to make sure that people like Iran can't go around and bully people. Like that's part of our job. And the fact that we're, the fact that Iran is in talks with Maduro right now, I'm freaking out. I heard that this morning. I was like, what? Iran and Venezuela? Oh, gee, what could possibly go wrong there? So we got, I, I got to agree with, unfortunately, Britt, I'm sorry, your crazy train is not so crazy, but I agree that it, what's happening right now is going to lead to millions of people dying. I totally agree. I have another, uh, and I don't want to go conspiracy on everybody, but so if you do a Google search and you ask uh, uh, nations with nuclear weapons, let me show you what you get. Top nuclear power countries in the world. Look at the last one in that list or in that little picture. Does it say Iran? It says Iran. Iran. Wow. Mm -hmm. And this is, I'm assuming it comes from the article below it, which is list of states with nuclear weapons. So what Wikipedia. the hell? Well, it's Liapedia. 
what the hell does that mean, Benny? <laughs> Means that uh, it was already already decided <laughs> that they would acquire nuclear weapons, and AI is just uh, running the algorithm that says yes, they have them. I, I mean, again, you know, we've seen things like this happen through Google and you know other social media sites or whatever it happens to be, and they they change the facts to fit a narrative. So the narrative here is the United States, in my estimation, Britt, the United States has already decided it's going to allow Iran to have nuclear weapons. Comment on that and then take it where you want to go. Um, are we sure it's the United States? I mean, yeah, maybe maybe the Devos crowd has told has told um, Joe Biden that uh, this is the way it's going to be, uh, like it or love it, like it or hate it. Uh, this is where we're going. This is the way it's going to be. So, I mean, I, you know, I don't necessarily, I, sometimes I think that uh, the administration answers to the elite billionaires. And then sometimes I think the billionaires are controlled by our government. I don't know. It's, it's just crazy. They're all elite. It, it's just insane to me that, uh, God, Iran is on that. I, I'm floored by that. It's insane. All right. Um, I don't know what to do about that. But we're going to have a big war over there and it's coming. It's either that or they're going to put a nuclear weapon in a, in a shipping container and it's going to blow up one of our ports. One of the two. Um, and millions of people, millions of people are going to die and it's going to be on the Democrats' heads. Um, all right, so I have a really funny one to go around with because we've been doing such heavy stuff. Hey, uh, Benny, um, um, what state are you in, Benny? Tennessee. I'm in Tennessee. Tennessee. You might be able to help me with this. Can you explain to me how you use a squirrel <laughs> to stab your husband? How is that possible? <laughs> Wow. Wow. Uh, I assume you use its claws or teeth. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You, wow. Pretty, Tennessee is wild. letting us down. All right. So let's go to the other effed up state, Florida. Trish, can you please explain to me how you use a squirrel to stab your husband? Um, I'm going to go with it was a taxidermied squirrel. That's I had to make my guess. And she stabbed him. With the taxidermy stuffed squirrel. That's what I'm going with. I don't think Maybe that you was want Florida, to take a though. Stab I, it would have been this? like an alligator. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you're probably I, right. I'm working very hard to see what word was misspelled to say squirrel there because I'm assuming that they just they had something wrong. I don't know how you stab anybody with a squirrel. I don't know how you get the unless it's taxidermed, like uh, Trish mentioned. I don't know how you get the squirrel to hold still long enough and not bite you to be able to stab somebody with it. So, uh, I watched squirrels. Oh wait, runner. I cheated. You you cheated. I cheated. I looked it up. I just cheated and looked it up because I, I had to know. And I had. I'm sorry. I just the suspense was killing me. And no, it was killing me. I couldn't. And what's the answer? I had to look it up. Okay. Well, what would you learn? Um, it was a ceramic squirrel, and it was uh, in South Carolina. Okay. All right. In South oh, Carolina. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. See, I did not want to look it, was, it up because I thought it was funny, <laughs> it and I wanted funny. to see what people will come with. Come up with. I have to know these things. So it's a ceramic yeah, do you want me squirrel. Me to read to you. Okay. Yes, the 44-year-old woman yes. allegedly beat and stabbed her husband with a ceramic squirrel on Christmas Eve because she was furious that he returned home without beer. Well, of course. Welcome. Why else would you wow. stab your husband with a squirrel? That, that makes is perfect amazing. Sense. Welcome to yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, I was thinking Charleston, maybe it was a rope. 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was maybe like a dead squirrel in rigor mortis on the side of the road that, you know, did a stabbing. That's where I was going with it. But I don't know. I just, I, I saw now, that and it made me laugh. All right. You're what? I'm happy I looked it up because yeah. now it's even better because yes. she stabbed him with a ceramic squirrel because he forgot the beer. That's oh. an even better story. I'm oh sorry. So crazy. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Um, JV, did I give you a chance to comment on that? I yes. did, didn't I? Yes. I don't want to skip you. All right, so Benny, so I drive in and out of L.A. every day. And uh, on the overpasses, it seems to be where you put all your political slogans in L.A. Most of it's like uh, no ice, defund the police, I heart BLM, um, orange man, bad stuff, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, three days ago, I took this photo driving out of L.A. It's the first time I've ever seen this. And I've now seen three of them. And basically, for those that are uh, watch listening on the podcast, it is a, uh, it's an over, it's an over, uh, it's a freeway overpass, and on the fence, someone has put a sign on it, and it says "fuck," and then it has the hammer and sickle, the Russian hammer and sickle, and a big black X through it, so it's like "fuck communism." This is in L.A. I've never seen anything remotely close to this until recently, and now I've seen three of these. Is there a change afoot that's starting to move? It's happening that people are just, you know, looking at all this Gavin Newsom, California communism stuff and going, oh, we're over it. Yeah, I hope so. And I think that another good indication of that is, you know, all of the let's go Brandon and F Joe Biden chants that have, um, you know, that, that we're starting at, you know, mass gatherings at sporting events and, and, and everything else. Um, you didn't see that when Obama was in. Uh, and not because his policies were any better, just because he was more likable. And um, I think that's a good sign that in blue states like California, um, that, that that you are personally seeing, um, you know, these signs pop up. And, you know, it's a good sign that we're seeing it at sporting events and, uh, you know, uh, all over, all over, you know, at least where I live, you know, everyone has Trump signs and everyone has F Joe Biden signs. Uh, like I said, the the populace would not be this enthusiastically, um, you know, activated um, if if they really, really didn't care. So I think that it's a really good sign. And it's probably a sign that, you know, what did Bob Dylan used to say? Times they are changing. Um, I think that I think that's probably what we're going to see. Interesting. So, Trish, um you know, signs like that, uh, the, like just kind of piggybacking off what Benny just laid out there, the 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 F, the, the F Joe Bidens, the Trump signs, the, you know, the little things that we're seeing, the people getting in the background of newscasters, local newscasters and saying, you know, the FJB stuff or anything that's, you know, anti-establishment. Are, 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 well, you're in Florida, you're in the free state of Florida, so it's really difficult for you no. to feel the shift. Is that freedom getting stronger? Are you seeing more and more? Is it? The, the DeSantis style, is that in Florida, is it getting more and more um, intense of they love their freedom and we ain't going back? Well, and yes, and I think part of that is because we had almost, what was it, almost 300,000 people moved to Florida last year. 300,000. Yeah. That's like that's like almost 1,000 people a day moving to Florida. And then you see the numbers of people leaving California. I mean, and I see... I've seen, I've had friends who are super lefty who are like, nope, can't take it anymore. I'm moving. I'm leaving. I had a friend in LA who lived in LA. He moved to Oklahoma city. He was like, screw this. I'm done. I can't go to the gym. I can't go party. I can't do anything. Why am I living here? Sold his house, moved to Oklahoma city. So I, is he going to vote the same I way? 
no god no no he he has been cured of his affliction so that's the good news <laughs> um, but i think i think part of it is that I, sometimes people have to see it get really bad they there's just the people who can't yeah, like true. you know i it's my I, I use my sister as an example my sister can never learn things the easy way she always has to learn it the hard way like no matter how much you try to tell her like hey don't do it that way it's gonna hurt where it's gonna hurt worse don't do it that way but she has she just has to do it that way so i think we have a large population of people who are they they have you will have the bottom will have to drop out they will be they will there will still be people who are going to pay twenty dollars for a gallon of gas after they wait for two hours in line to get it and they will still be like oh joe biden is the best president ever this economic boom is so great that's why i had to wait in line for so long to get gas and i have to pay so much because the economy is just so amazing under joe biden like there's just going to be those people but the people who if it hurts enough they'll learn and I think that slowly but surely those people are learning. And unfortunately, it's at the detriment of our entire country, which that's the downside of this is that how far, how long are they going to stay doing that before, you know, how many more crappy $5 trillion bills are going to get pushed through Congress before they finally realize, oh my God, we're totally screwed. So I'm, I'm hoping that they're yeah. learning faster than slower. Me too. Um, so everybody that's listening in YouTube, there's a new poll, a new poll in chat now. So if you have time, please go vote for that. Uh, the question is, if not Trump, who? And then JV has put uh, DeSantis, Gnome, Cotton, or Pompeo. So please take a moment and go vote in our poll. JV, comments? Yeah, well, I, I took the top four uh, non-Trump people from our calculations and put them in that option since YouTube only allows me to put four in there. Uh, by the way, the, the results of the Trump or someone else poll, which was the first poll in the YouTube chat, was Trump 67%, someone else 33%. And that, again, is the likelihood or the viability of the candidacy. And so uh, most people, and I think that matches what we've seen with these national polls. I think it's like 69% or somewhere in that neighborhood of Republicans yeah. say uh, Donald Trump should be the candidate in 2024 for the Republicans. So it, it kind of mirrors mirrors that, you know. And then if you go one in those polls, because I was reading the Rasmussen one, if you go one step down below that of the people who picked someone other than Trump, they say that if Trump is the nominee, they will vote for him. Like it's like a huge amount of that. So yeah, if Trump is the guy, he's got like over ninety percent of the Republican Party behind him, yeah. which is insane because no one, no candidate really ever has that. So, yeah, it's really it's interesting. It's a very, very interesting dynamic. And I, you know, I'm going to admit that uh, in beginning of the Biden presidency, when we started talking about these things, the show goes started in March of this year. Uh, I said several times that I didn't think Trump would end up being the candidate. I'm starting to feel less confident of that position. I think uh, now it probably lean my in my opinion, it leans toward him being the candidate and not because of what the public says, but because of the dynamics of what are happening around us. Yeah, um, I have some quick ones or do you want to do take something around? JV? No, go ahead. The, the, the two I have, we, I can hold. Right. So I've got two left if we if we need to fill some All time, right. but we're over time already. So go ahead. I'm just want to give the poll some time. All right. So so uh, let's go. Let's go around the horn. Uh, so um, so Benny, Benny. So uh, this is from Twitter. So uh, there is a there is a, a an actual factual quote: "He who dares not offend cannot be honest," which is a Thomas Paine quote. This is being nuked off of Facebook and Instagram like holy crap! Like like it, you, as soon as you put it up, it gets knocked down. When I saw this, I was like, "What?" So I I, I actually put it up, and I got a twelve hour Facebook suspension off of putting this quote up. 
But what's funny is as I was oh going God. through feeds and whatnot, this guy in the lower, the, at the bottom of it, Chris Bentley, exactly, he posted one <clears throat> that he knew was factually incorrect, which is America is all about speed, hot, nasty, badass speed. Eleanor Roosevelt, 1936, which is totally false. And that's still up to this day, and it's been up for a while. So <laughs> what is it about this Thomas Paine quote that they are afraid of? I don't understand. Yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. And it's such a microcosm because Thomas Paine wrote Common Sense, which I suggest everyone should read. So it's like Common Sense has also been banned. You know, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's that in a nutshell. Um, there's also a quote that I saw on Gab, which I really liked. It said, the truth seems like hate to those who hate the truth. And this is a perfect example of that. Um, you know, they're, they're banning it and they're calling it false information. They call things hate speech. Well, if something's true and that entity hates the truth with a capital T, hates Jesus, hates Christians, hates little, you know, little T truth, hates everything that's true, then they have the power to say whether it is true or not. And that is putting power in the wrong hands because these people at the top are sort of like the gatekeepers. And they're controlling all this information because a lot of people, unfortunately, do get their news off of social media. Uh, it's just it's just the nature of the beast. It's it's where we are in the in the twenty first century. Uh, they're the ones that are uh, controlling that information and whether or not it gets out to people. And it's it's a dam. It's it's a huge information dam that has been stockpiled since facebook started and you can even do the um do some origin research with facebook and twitter and it's completely cia work um and it's it's um it's it's pretty fantastical there's you know, the video i love when you, when you get <laughs> when, when you get down to it um <laughs> and they've always played the long game uh so it is really really interesting um you know what what is allowed and what's not allowed you know, um, and it's it's been that way, and they're the ones that are dividing the country. Um, it's not it's not Trump. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's the it's the elite, and that's just projection, and they're just blaming him for for all the ills. And uh, they're they're the virus. The media is the virus. Social media is evil, yep. and um, you know it's just time to have yes. a breakaway society. That's what's really what we what it's come to. Well, I. Trish, you know, piggybacking what just uh, of what Benny uh, just said about breakaway society. I mean, are, are we ready for often mistakes mistaken for Barry White? Yes, maybe sometimes I am Barry White. Um, is it pot? I mean, are we just getting closer and closer? Everywhere I look, every time I look around when I read all this stuff, and I just, you know, and I interact with uh, the lefties that I interact with, and they're just like, whoop, they don't want to believe anything. There's that viral video going around of the older couple on the plane with the space helmets on and I mean, just the level of insanity that's out there. Are, are we at a point where the breakaway society or the great divorce or, or, or is, is that, are we, are we getting closer to that? Is that becoming a more and more po bigger possibility to you than it was, you know, say a year ago? Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that the, we've been going towards that very rapidly. I just think we hadn't noticed it. What happened to uh -oh. Trish? What happened to Trish? Trish? Dropped battery issue. You know what? She was about to say something really important. The CIA said, "Uh, uh, shut her up. Yeah, she's got to go. 
Yep. She's got the wrong flag behind her. She's in educate. She's got to go. So they axed her right in mid-sentence. Uh, JV, do you want to comment on that at all? Yeah, or, uh, I mean, this, I more. This, this, this stinks in so many ways. Uh, Donald Trump told us famously as they were trying to tear down statues of uh, Robert E. Lee or uh, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other names right now. Um, uh, Jefferson. Uh, Thomas Jeff, well, no, no, not Thomas Jefferson. That's the, my whole point. And they were trying to take down statues of Robert E. Lee and uh, other, whether it's Confederate leaders or other figures from our past. Uh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump warned that next they'll be coming after Thomas Jefferson, and mm. you know everybody said, "Oh no, they'll never do that." Well, sure enough, they just removed the statue of Thomas Jefferson from the New York. Uh, city council chambers. They removed Teddy Roosevelt from in front of what the New York Pub National the National History the uh, Nat- Natural History yeah, Museum. Not, yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So and now they're banning. And Thomas Paine is a founding father. He is one of those uh, visionary people that created the most successful and prosperous nation on the face of the planet because it was based on freedom granted from God, protected by a constitution from the government. He's one of those people, and now he has become a problem. So, you know, when when are uh, George Washington, John Adams, uh, obviously Thomas Jefferson's statue has been moved, but what about his words? Uh, ben Franklin, when are the rest of these guys... When are their quotes going to be banned from these social media tyrants? We need to ditch these companies. If you're on these companies anymore, you need to give them the big middle finger and get off of them. Let the liberals sit in their cesspool of idiocracy. Let the liberals sit in their cesspool of tyranny. We'll go somewhere else where freedom can be expressed and enjoyed and the truth can be discussed. That's what has to happen. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I am doing more and more on Gitter. I really like Gitter. Uh, the more I use it, it, it's very friendly and it's it's an easy transfer from Twitter. So get on Gitter. Um, but I'm really excited. I, I hope to God that this Truth Social thing that Trump is doing with all the backing and it getting tied into you know with Rumble and uh, uh, locals and I really hope to God that uh, that is the platform we can step off to that is, I don't know what you call it, the equivalent of a Facebook, Twitter, you know, uh, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Uh, because you're right, JV, we got, we if we if we leave them, they're screwed. They need the numbers. And, you know, on Twitter's already, Twitter's never made money. So if it were to lose, you know, the 33 or 40% of conservatives that are over there jousting, because that's where we have, we have to go to the liberals. See, the liberals are those selfish family members. They never travel to you for any of the holidays. They won't do it because they don't want to leave their little cocoon of their home. They'll let you come to them, but they will never go. So the Twitter, the, the liberals on Twitter are the lazy family members that never come to your house on the holidays and they make you drive to them. Um, and that's what it's like. So, you know, it sucks for me because when I go over to Gab, it's like an echo chamber. When I go to Gitter, it was like a, it's an echo chamber. Although Gitter is starting to get some of the liberal trolls over there, which I like because I like jousting with the trolls. So, but you're right, JV. We got to get off these platforms and crush their numbers down. And then, I mean, God, how long can Twitter? How long can Twitter go without making money before it just crumbles? Well, how long can it go? There's, surviving, there's gotta be a breaking they're, point, they're, right? They're surviving off of investor revenue. They're surviving off of investment revenue. 
Uh, and they're, you know, they're making some money. They're just, they're just loot, but they're not making a profit. Uh, so I don't know. I haven't looked into their books, but you know, you don't have to make a profit to be able to pay your bills. Uh, profits are calculated with a lot of uh, intangibles like depreciation and amortization. Those are deducted from your income, but they're not necessarily cash expenses. I don't need to go into that. But so the numbers can be a bit deceiving. But the point is, if conservatives move away and that audience goes away, they are far less powerful. They can't silence us on Gitter. Then again, they can't silence us on whatever the truth, whatever the Trump thing is. I'm, my my fear about the Trump thing is that he makes it too much about him. Uh, that would be a problem. But um, you know, so we just just thumb your nose at him. Who needs Facebook anymore? Does anybody well, you, use Facebook anymore? I mean, no, really? I do just for my family. I do literally just for my family. I do no politics on Facebook. Just my family, but you know, but you know that True Social is going to have a big golden T as a logo. It's going to be a big golden. Yeah, tea. the logo you know doesn't it. bother. The logo doesn't bother me, but it's just, it's just yeah. what I mean. I think it was Matt Couch, who's become a great friend of ours, by the way. He's been on the program twice. Uh, he was talking about the the fact that they won't let was was it there? They won't let people advertise because they want to leave the advertising mechanism yeah. to themselves. Is that what I, yeah, there's I, I something might be weird about that? I might mis be misquoting, but it was a little bit weird, and I no, immediately thought, but, but oh, you know what? But it's not out yet. This can't be a look yeah. at me how great I am platform for Trump. That turns people off, and it doesn't help anybody. Yeah, well, we'll see. It's going to be interesting because we do need a place to so go Trish, that we where can. Where did you disappear and, to? You froze uh, up, and you, you my, just left. Yeah, my internet just like went out and then came back on. I was like, uh, all right, whatever. Because I wanted, I wanted to comment about the the Thomas Paine thing because I saw that two days well, go ago. On it. Go I on put it. it on my Instagram. No, no, I put it on my Instagram two days ago. It's still there. And to be honest, I'm surprised because I sparred with a celebrity on Instagram, and he actually pinned one of my comments to the top of his Instagram post. And I sent all of his little minions after me. So I thought for sure, like, I'm going to put this on. I'm going to get, like, kicked off. It's it's still there. I just checked. Wow. It's been up for two days now. Wow. Still. Look, see, look. Look, see, there's my Thomas. Wait, oh, very cool. There yeah. it is. It's see, crazy because when I put it up, when I put it up, it got taken off within 15 minutes-ish. And on Facebook, I'm, I'm coming to the end of a 12-hour yeah, twelve hour suspension. <laughs> well, listen, so. I told, like, I, my last Facebook was 30 day ban because I put up a cartoon comparing black black lives matter to the KKK saying that they had very similar philosophies. I got a 30 day ban for that on Facebook. Yep. I was and like, yeah, whatever. And I and stopped. And, that's, do that. and after 30 days, I was like, I don't need this anymore. So like, I still, I like when I, my ban was over. I just went and deleted everybody who wasn't just like a family member or somebody I went to high school with. And I'm like, nah, that's it. And then I log in like maybe once a week and check messages, but that's it. I don't go on Facebook at all anymore. So our uh, good 60-minute program has become a relatively Ooh. consistently 90-minute program. What, Fred? What? what? I, got, I got one more. Oh, I got one more. Okay. I, just, I forgot it's in my video queue. Okay. I got another one. This is kind of important. So this tweet, I did this, and this tweet has went viral for me on Twitter. It's got like a million impressions or something like that. So uh, uh, I, I stumbled across this somewhere, and um, uh, it, it, it's it's uh, and I'm, as I'm I'm gonna vamp here as I fix my edit uh, my equalizer. Um, this is Bill Gates and Anderson Cooper. I'm gonna play it, and then we'll talk. Uh, Social Security, uh, you need to be vaccinated if you want to get uh, whatever whatever benefits uh, they give. You need to be vaccinated. So we have a 
multi multi millionaire talking to a multi multi billionaire about screwing the working class out of their social security if they don't get the vax. Screwing the working class out of their money if you don't do what us knowledgeable overlords tell you what to do. This pisses me off to a level that I didn't even think I can get because I already hate Bill Gates enough as it is. The little child molesting pervert that he is. Um, Benny, seeing Anderson Cooper on a major news network saying, hey, let's us rich people withhold Social Security benefits until you do what we say. How does that make you feel? Well, it makes me feel like the elite has uh, taken yet another liberty and, uh, you know, uh, sort of the ratchet effect is in is in you know, full power. You know, um, it's like Dark Helmet and Spaceballs saying ludicrous speed go. I feel like I feel like that is <laughs> where uh, I feel like that's where we're at. You know, what happened to, um, you know, two weeks to slow the spread? And everyone went along with it, you know, and then it was the next level and the next level. If everyone just said no from the very, very beginning, no masks, no, I'm not going to, you know, stay, stay home. I'm not going to quarantine. I'm not going to do that. If everyone just said no from the very beginning, we would not be in this uh, predicament where now people may lose their social, social security uh, benefits for not taking an experimental spike protein um jab and i feel i feel like uh you know like saying i told you so because i i've been i've been calling out this stuff from you know you guys remember you had me on last march and i was talking about all this stuff and i feel like if people would actually not so easily and willingly just give up their rights for you know the greater good you know it's 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 always the greater wrong because the the ones you're giving your rights to are your overlords <laughs> like you said so as soon as that happens they're taking it and they're not giving it back and it, and and it could get a whole lot worse um this is this is just the beginning unless people say no we you know this is still a government of the people by the people and for the people we have the power to say no to this stuff but it ha it it has to be it can't just be our show and Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones and Joe Rogan and a few thousand people that that listen. I mean, people need to rise up and take the power back. Because if they don't, then what do they say in the Great Reset? We're all going to own nothing and be happy. Exactly. We're not going to be happy. Um, we're all going to be equally miserable, Trish. So what do you, when you see a video like that, or, or you know, an interview like that, and you, I mean, did you see Bill Gates? He got a big smile and giddy about it. Ooh, I get to control you peasants. Do as I say. Um, does it? I, what does it make you think? Well, first of all, I just want to say that I have the same medical degree that Bill Gates has, and Bill Gates is full of crap. Uh, Bill Gates is about control. Why? That's why he's buying up the farmland because he is the largest, you know, single owner of farmland in the United States. Because who controls the food controls the power. So listen, so Bill's got all of his friends. He's got his Microsoft billions. He's great. He's got himself set up. He's now telling people around the world, like, look at what he did with vaccines in, in Africa. He killed all these kids in India, too, with these polio vaccines that ended up killing these kids. He doesn't care because he wants 
less population. And Bill Gates has made that abundantly clear. And people can be like, oh, it was just taken out of context. No, I listened to the TED Talk. He clearly said that he wanted to reduce the population using healthcare, using vaccines, using, you know, this is, this is so typical of the elitists. And it's true, right? You're right. It's the elitists. The elitists are running the show. The elitists are telling everybody what to happen. So a Vanderbilt can be on CNN and chuckle with the billionaire who, you know, wants to kill us all using our vaccines that, you know, oh, look at the peasants. They're not doing it. So let's take away what little pittance they're getting. You know, we'll give the illegal aliens $2,500 a month, but your $1,500 of social security that you've been paying in for decades, no, we're going to withhold that because you need the vaccine. And it's very clear why they're doing it. They're not giving the vaccine to the illegals coming in because they are not citizens of this country. They can sue the pharmaceutical companies, whereas American citizens cannot because of the deals that the pharmaceutical companies made with the government. So just remember that it's not about Ooh. COVID. This is about control. That's uh, why they're not giving it to the yep. illegals because they can sue. American citizens can't. So this is all about the money, people. Follow the money. This is what it's. I, no, I, I always where's, follow where's, the money. I'm waiting for JB to do the little crazy train thing on me, but it's true. Like, that's no, but you're accurate and correct. I, I, I completely didn't tie that together with the illegals. You're right. I, they, they can sue. So therefore, uh, we're that's why they we're not giving it. To, that's crazy. They won't give it to them. Crazy. All right, JV, back to you. Do what you want. Take us out. Whatever. Okay. Well, we're we're pretty close to ending here. I just want to comment on, on the uh, Anderson Cooper thing. You know, when I watch somebody like that, first of all, no journalist should be saying something like that. Anderson Cooper considers himself a journalist. That's the first thing. Secondly, no American should be saying something like that. No person who is brought up in this nation and supposedly taught how this nation works and how freedom works and what our Constitution means should be saying something like that. That's the second thing. The third thing is Anderson Cooper would not suggest a cut to any federal program that would have been proposed by a Republican in his lifetime. Yet here he is uh, offering a suggestion to cut payments of a federal uh, program to people who need it most. So the whole thing is absolute it's telling but it's absolutely disgusting and it's asinine completely asinine uh the results of our if not trump who poll in youtube uh we had four options there we had desantis gnome cotton and pompeo they landed the highest or scored the highest in our internal discussion here when we added up the scores while desantis was a runaway victory with, in that poll with 94% versus uh, the only other one that got votes was Tom Cotton at 6%. So uh, DeSantis seems to be what most of our YouTube chatters believe uh, would be the best option if it wasn't Trump. So interesting there. Well, I mean, go ahead. He would. Yeah, go ahead. Trish. He would. And I think a lot of it's just going to hinge on how his wife is doing. I, I mean, I really do. I mean, I think if, if she were healthy, I think I would have a whole different. I mean, I think he's great. And I, I'm, I, as a Floridian, let, I will tell you, I would miss him. Let me throw this out then. Uh, let's say, let's say tr something happens with Trump and he decides not to run. He announces, I am not going to run uh, for whatever the reason. Uh, DeSantis is probably, as this poll would indicate, the top choice among Republicans second to Trump. Uh, does he, even with his wife being in the situation that she is, and I don't know the details of that, does he do it for the country, do you think, Trish? 
I, I see. I don't know because he has already given a couple of interviews where he said because Casey, she has breast cancer, by the way, um, because she was diagnosed. He's like, no, I am not even considering running in 2024. I'm going to stay in Florida. I am running as he's because he's running for the governorship again. Um, and honestly, we need him here. Like, let's face it. We like I just saw a cartoon about with the Uncle Sam on the table of, on, in the emergency room and a doctor with like his little paddles to revive him. And he's like, one is Texas and one is Florida. And they're like, clear. Like, I really feel like te Texas and Florida have become the strongholds for liberty. And we can't afford to lose DeSantis and have somebody like, God forbid, you know, uh, Nikki Freed just come take, like, she's going to have everybody here smoking dope in five seconds. So I, I yeah, I... I think if 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 his if Casey improves, her health improves, that his attitude might change. But as of right now, he has said no. He is not even considering running in twenty twenty four. Benny, you are a uh, living in a neighbor state to Kentucky. Rand Paul, obviously a senator from Kentucky. Thoughts on him? He's tried tried before. Uh, he is a very. He's probably one of the most. Uh, I say the strictest constitutionalists in the Senate. Uh, but your, your thoughts on him as uh, he probably would run even if Trump runs, I would imagine. Yeah. And he ran last time um, when when Trump uh, was running. And I remember Trump was sort of uh, making fun of him and telling him to get off the stage because they put the the most popular ones on the front and center. It was like yeah, Ben Carson, yeah. Trump and Cruz for, <laughs> for a long time. And then um, and, you know, and, and then, then the outliers. And um, but I think he'd have a better shot this time, just because he is so um, well versed in the Constitution, um, and he's he's an excellent speaker. He has tons of common sense, and he also has a medical background, which I think puts him a few notches higher on the totem pole. Um, because I'm pretty sure, even though you know it was two weeks to stop the spread, I'm pretty sure that in 2024 it's going to be a hot topic in the debates and um, in the decision-making um, of voters. So I think with him having a medical background, that puts him a few notches ahead too. Britt, uh, one of the things that we tell people all the time is to subscribe and follow on multiple locations. Foxhole was out most of the night. Apparently all of their programs are out tonight. Foxhole's had uh, recently several of these uh, nights, at least when we're on, <laughs> that they've had some trouble. So we encourage yeah. people to follow and subscribe in multiple places. Well, I sent an email the, the Foxhole people, I asked, hey, you know, what's going on here? They are experiencing insane growth, which is good, but they have to scale with it. And, you know, they don't have the Google backing or, you know, big multi -build. They're just, you know, I mean, they're rich dudes that own it and they're doing it, but uh, they don't have that level of money to, to grow. But apparently their numbers over there are are jumping uh, considerably, which is what the problem is. We're too popular. All of their, their pro, A lot of their programming is too popular is what the problem is. So there you go. But yeah, please subscribe everywhere. Smash some like buttons. I mean, even if you're not on YouTube or you don't watch us on YouTube, please subscribe over there at least if you have an account. Because we all had an account at one time. The numbers help us. We're trying to survive over there. Um, and then, yeah, uh, if you have any comments, any suggestions, any articles you want us to talk about, viewer mail at independencegang.com. Viewer mail at independencegang.com. Send us your thoughts. Um, and, yeah, thank you for the support. Laura QAnon. Foxhole gave us some shades. You're awesome. Thank you. I will totally take you up. JV and I, when we're doing an event somewhere that's close to you, we will take you and your family to dinner. Um, definitely take you up on that. JV's now looking at me like, what? <laughs> I'm just um, thinking, which credit card are you going to use, Britt? 
Yeah, uh, the one that says JV Johnson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, by the way, I don't, that was a whole thing a, in Foxhole Thread. Also, Liberty Bell's uh, uh, gifted as well. I'm not, I don't remember what it was because it was a while well, ago. That's right. She, yeah. So thank you to Liberty Bell's as well. Yeah, Liberty Bell. She or he? Don't know. Don't want to assume your pronouns. But thank you, thank you everybody for the support because this is expensive to run and do. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. There we go. Right. Love you well, guys. Thanks for hanging Trish, out. Thanks for being Trish, with us Benny, tonight. Thanks. Been okay. a while. Okay, don't say goodbye. Don't say. Don't sound like you're oh. going to sign off and then start talking over me, Britt. Just because you have balls in your voice again. I do now. <laughs> bada, 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 bada. Anyway, uh, Benny Trishy, thank Benny Trishy, right? Benny Trish, thank you so much for being here. Wow. And I know I'm 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 struggling tonight. Uh, I don't know. You know? Do you realize, Britt, that last night was a Patriots roundtable episode? But I started it with the Independence Gang theme and starting thing and i ended it with it and i didn't realize until afterward that wait a minute it was supposed to all have been uh the patriots roundtable so uh, reagan stuff oh uh, yeah i don't think it, it matters anymore it's uh, all one thing i don't know anyway and uh, then we played apex till midnight well it was 3 a.m my time midnight your time Ugh. yeah Anyway, and thanks to everybody for being here tonight. You are all extra special, and we appreciate you. We've had some questions about New Year's Eve. <laughs> Britt okay. Brit and I are going to talk about maybe doing something fun for New Year's Eve. I don't know what we're doing, but maybe we'll maybe we'll change it up a little bit and just do something fun. So everybody have a great night. Love you all. We'll see you tomorrow.